Absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Bruce. You guys are all looking fantastic online this morning. Hope you're having fun. Enjoyed the service so far. But the best, as I always say, the best is yet to come. And now I'm here, okay? And uh, so uh, very exciting to be with you all this morning and with the team, the setup team here and everybody who's gathered around. Are you guys running away? Man, are you, you made Bruce look good. You made Jesse look good. And now you've gone away. But anyway, it's great to be with you. And um, I want to bring the Word of God to you this morning. Hope you're ready for that. And um, uh, not good reception here. It keeps freezing. Well, we speak a miracle into that freezing right now in Jesus' name. And uh, we pray that it unlock and that God bring the Word through to you this morning loud and clear, all right? Lorraine Chavez, I saw that you put a, a, um, a request on there for prayer. We believe right now for the miracle power of God to be unlocked in your world in Jesus' name. Father, over every single person watching today, God, don't let this just be another word. Let this be a release of an anointing of your power right through every stream that's happening today. Wherever you're at, we declare right now that the miracle power of God be activated in your life in Jesus' name. And Father, we believe too, Lord God, that even as the storm is all around us, us, uh, God, we we eradicate, we destroy the spirit of fear that would grip people. I pray for the peace of God that passes all understanding to reign in your lives today. I pray that right now, Lord God, that you would protect your people, that you would, you'd watch over us, God, that you would be with us. God, you've consistently, you never said that we wouldn't face storms. You just said we would not be alone in them and that we would come through the other side. So God, I believe right now, anyone who's uh, having anxiety or Lord, whatever it is, if you're watching online, Ray, you're a little anxious about it. The Bible says very clear that God will see you to the other side, okay? That He will take you through the storm. God is a God who consistently takes us through the storms. And I believe even today, Lord God, that your miracle power would be activated in people. Everybody in this room, the worship team, the setup team, the uh, crew that's here, God, we thank you for them. And we thank you for the mighty power of the Word of God in Jesus' name. And everybody shouted, and you can shout right there where you are today. Everybody shouted. Yeehaw. Okay, good to be with you. Um, fantastic. Um, if you've got your Bible, we're going to use the Bible today. This is the foundation on which we stand, okay? And I want to talk a little bit about that this morning. I want to talk about um, the journey through um, the, uh, the experiences in life that can shackle us down. And uh, I believe there are so many people that get locked down in what's happening in their world. And, man, my page, I've just lost my page. Here we go. Um, Hallelujah. Here we are. So um, uh, learning how to uh, negotiate or beyond your unexpected experience, okay? We all have unexpected things happen. Floods turn up, floods in our lives, floods and circumstances that surround us. We all have them. And uh, so my challenges this morning is to bring you through that with an expectation that God will give you power to walk through your storm and come out the other side. We need to talk that today. We're surrounded by floods, slips, road closures, power cuts. Um, we've experienced it all, man. I tell you, I've experienced We live on a little bit of acreage out of, out of the city of Auckland now, 
and uh, I never realised that the power would go out so often out there and stuff like that would happen. But And when you've got no power, you've got no water. And when you've got no water, you can't flush the bath, the toilet. And uh, so it gets, gets, it gets awkward. And it's always great to have good people around you that bring you generators. Um, uh, thank you, uh, Alan Swafford, who's right here. We're using his facility today. And uh, also to Devon uh, Vitali, who's hopefully watching online. Don't even see an amen from him yet. But anyway, we're talking about that journey. So I want to say this, your storm is actually your credential. I want to just start there today because I believe that as we, as we neg- navigate and negotiate storms, okay, I've neg- ne- navigated sorry, many storms at sea. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm the sort of guy that loves storms. Sorry if that disappoints anybody, but storms get me excited. Uh, there's, it's wild. The wind's blowing the rain's pouring down. When you're at sea, the waves are bigger than they've ever been. Uh, it's, it's just a pretty exciting adventure, actually. And we've sailed through some horrendous storms with huge seas that usually uh, terrify the average person. But we're not average people. Uh, we are people of faith and we're people that are excited that God's got us in his hand, okay? So, uh, and here's what I do want to say and my first point today is you've got to know how to stand. And obviously, I'm the only one standing here today. Everybody else is, oh, no, sorry, Melissa behind the camera is standing with me. And God bless you, Melissa. So, but um, maybe you could stand with me for two seconds. Just stand to your feet right now. As my first point, I want to declare to you that one of the greatest things you'll do in your life is learn how to stand in the face of obstacles. Learn how to stand your ground. Learn how to hold your position. Any sportsman will tell you position is everything. And I'm very sad that I see many people fold like deck chairs when a bit of a storm shows up. When the wind starts to blow, they fold like a deck chair. You wonder where they were with you one minute and then they're not there any longer. And I want to challenge you, let's be people that know how to stand, okay? The Bible says we stand in our faith, okay? Our faith is not in the circumstances that are around about us. Our faith is in the rock Christ Jesus. So that's what we're standing on. So as you're standing today and uh, as you're believing God, I want to declare over your life today that you become unbreakable, that you become more than a conqueror. I want to declare over your life right now that no matter what the enemy throws against you, that you will stand strong in your faith that you will be more than a conqueror, that you will be an overcomer. So I declare that over your life. And as you stand with me today, I want to declare that we be people who stand against the currents of our society, the currents that try to, to push us. It's very easy when the storms come and you're on a yacht in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's very easy to get off course. So I pray today that this thing, the Word of God, would be your compass setting today and that you would stand on the truth of this book, that you would apply its principles to your life and that you would stand through this storm and any other storm, whether it's a physical storm, an emotional storm, a a mental storm. Some of you right now facing mental dilemma. You're facing struggles in your mind with all the things that we're facing in our world we live in right now. But I believe today, as we stand upon God's Word, that He says in His Word, He will give you a sound mind. In fact, let me read you this. This is my daily mantra, okay? 
We all need a daily mantra. I kind of believe in that. And uh, as you're standing, I want to say this. I always pray. This is Ephesians 1, actually. Ephesians 1, verse 17 on, is an incredible mantra to have in your life. If you want to wake up and feel good about yourself, wake up. When, when your first foot hits the ground, yell out hallelujah. When your second foot hits the ground, that's when the devil freaks out because you're up again, okay? And here's what it says, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. Then you read this. I always pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant me the spirit of wisdom and revelation that gives me a deep and personal, intimate insight into the true knowledge of Him. This is in the Amplified Version. I love it because it gives you such incredible insight into what we are standing on. It goes on to say, For I know the Father through the Son, that's our belief in Christ, that's what salvation's all about. If you're watching this today and you're yet to surrender your life to Christ or you're away from God right now, I'm going to give you an opportunity into this to get your life right on this firm foundation, okay? Here it goes, and it says, into the true knowledge for him, for I know the Father through the Son. Sorry, I already read that. Verse 18, and I pray that the eyes of my heart, the very center of my core, will be enlightened, flooded with light. Dare we use the word flooded right now, but flooded with light by the Holy Spirit, so that I will know and cherish the hope, the divine guarantee. And, and I tell you what, grab a hold of these words today. I would, I would even, even encourage you to make this a, a, a mantra in your life, something that you declare every day over your life, something that you just, you just make a, a true stand in your life each day when you wake up. Here it goes. Divine guarantee of the confident expectation to which he has called me the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, God's people, and so that I will begin to know the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his active spiritual power in my life. Yeehaw! That's enough to get you excited. These are in accordance with the working of his mighty power, which he produced in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly father, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, whether angelic or human, and far above every name that is named, above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age, but in the world to come. And in, and he put all things in every realm and subject under Christ's feet and appointed him as supreme and authoritative head over all things in the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, and he fills everything and completes all things in all believers. Hallelujah. There's a statement for your life, everybody. And I want to encourage you in that. I want to encourage you if you're feeling down, that'll just lift you up reading that. When you start talking about expectation and God enlightening your heart, so that you can see beyond the circumstances that we're going through. That's why we have no fear. That's why we live by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. So the flood, you can sit down again now, by the way. The flood is to test your ability on your standability. Test your ability on your standability. What can you stand through? See, I believe that floods, which are usually overwhelming, are usually there to test us. I believe that God sometimes sends a flood into our life to see where we're at, to see if we've got what it takes. When you think about the disciples on the boat, 
they're out in the middle. They've been rowing for six hours to in, in a journey that probably should have taken them about two and a half hours. Six hours later, they're in the middle of a lake. The storm is buffeting them. The problem was, and here's where the problem is, when the storm that's on the outside starts to come on the inside, then you've got a problem. And that's when Jesus saw them in difficulty and he turns up walking on the water. So can I say this to you right now, that don't let the storm get on the inside. This is why we pray. See, it's all right the storm being all around us, but when the storm starts to get on the inside of a boat, that's when the trouble shows up. And I think a lot of people let their defenses down. And I'm one who stands on the promises of God's word to such a degree. I get up and I declare over my life each day that the storm would not buffet me on the inside. It can do what it likes on the outside, but I don't want it getting on the inside. Right now in Auckland City and New Zealand, as we're facing storms, Auckland City has had a, a tremendous crisis in the last uh, in the last couple of weeks. I think three times worse than what the Christchurch damage was. So that's a massive, that's a massive uh, uh, shakeup for our city, and a, and a very sad day for a lot of people who have lost homes. We pray for you right now. If you've lost your home, we pray for you right now. And uh, see, that's it. When the storm gets on the inside, that's when the problems start. And uh, there's a lot of people who have had the saddest day of of a storm coming right through their house. I was speaking to one couple and the water was up to the ceiling of the house. They lost. It's not so much about the furniture you lose. It's the precious things, the things that are precious in our life, because those are the things that are very hard to replace. And so we pray for you today and we believe for you right now. And we stand with you in faith believing. And I pray that God would replace and God would restore you and give you strength for this next season. Ephesians chapter 6.13 puts it this way, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. So the reality is the Bible's saying, if you haven't got the armor on, you probably won't stand because we do stand. It's amazing the, the intestinal fortitude that I see in, in different people, how they manage to stand through incredible, incredible odds. And I see them against the odds. They stand strong. And you know what the great thing is? It's always an encouragement to others. And I pray that we would be that encouragement to others, okay? So he says, stand your ground. And after you've done everything, stand again. And with your feet fitted in the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And after you've done all that you can, yeah, you're tired. Yeah, you're worn out, but we won't walk away. We're going to stand in Jesus' name. And I believe even right now, what a great message, the readiness that comes with the God. What are your feet shot in today? Because we've got to stand. It's what you're standing on. It's what you're walking in because the spiritual life is a walk. Okay, Life's a walk. It's whether you're walking in the spirit or you're walking in your own strength or in your own ability. But I want to walk in the power of the love of God. And that comes with a readiness to share the gospel of Christ, okay? Paul knew this, and Paul went through some pretty hard times. I mean, if you read the New... He wrote two-thirds of the New Testament, incidentally, and uh, yet you would think a man that had had such struggles in prison for much of his life for his faith. Uh, I've met many of those people. Some of you may be watching online in Vietnam right now, and... Uh, uh, don't see any of them online right now, but uh, yeah, stand your ground. Don't be unshaken in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Love that comment. But here's the deal. Um, I believe that there are many people out there who have been imprisoned for their faith. 
and they've been persecuted for what they believed in. Well, can I encourage you today that we still stand in the precious love and power of God in the middle of those circumstances. In 2 Corinthians, Paul wrote this. In chapter 4 and verse 8, he says, we're hard-pressed on every side, but we're not crushed. You can give a hallelujah right there. We're not crushed, we're not perplexed, and we're not in despair. I like that because it's very easy to become despaired when trouble shows up in our life. Persecuted but not abandoned. Struck down but never destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. So the reality is the struggles we go through enable Christ to shine in our lives. And I think that's one of the great testimonies of any storm we go through, whether it's a storm of of maybe you've had tragedy in your own personal life, financial tragedy. Maybe you've had um, a tragedy where the circumstances have gone so crazy that you've just lost your way and you feel uh, like a failure or, or distraught in your own life because you never made it. Well, I want to tell you today, we can rise up and we can shine again in Jesus' name. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? Verse 11 says, For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So we die to the flesh that Christ can live in the reality of our lives. And I believe that's a great key, that we consistently lay our lives down and rise up with faith in our lives to let Jesus be seen. So then death is, death is at work in us, it says in verse 12, but life is at work in you. So we see here that the life of Christ is at work in us. That's why we can smile in the middle of a storm. That's why we can be happy no matter what comes against us because our joy is not superficial. It's not built on the things around us. Our joy is in the God of our salvation. That's why that uh, Paul said just in that scripture we read before, going back there, that uh, we put on the full armour of God. Full armour of God. Because when you've got the armour of God on, it protects your heart. There's, there's, there's protection, the breastplate of righteousness that protects your heart and keeps your heart against every shackle that the enemy would try to throw against you, okay? So we found out last week, we read Joshua chapter 3, and we found out that Joshua himself faced a flood, okay? I had a very similar experience on our on our property last week where um, the flood came in and uh, the river literally rose like I think it was 12, 14 metres. It, it rose up from its normal. Normally the creek looks a little bit like the Jordan River. If you've been to Israel and seen the Jordan River, you're like, how did anybody get baptised in there? You know, it's sort of like it's not a huge, it's not a... It's kind of a creek, and I've got a creek running through the back of my property. And uh, that creek, it has banks, a little bit like the Jordan, the banks of the Jordan, and uh, you can cross that creek very easily. Alan over here, Alan and I crossed it the other day. Me and Dave crossed it a little while ago and went for a walk up there and uh, up the hill, a mountain that's on the other side. And it's very easy, well, to a fit person, it's quite easy to, to navigate. And there's some pools there, and you can see this is just like the Jordan River where Jesus, you could baptize people there. And I think it'd be a great idea to baptize some people there sometime, actually. And uh, but it's a it's a passable, it's a passable creek. But when the flood came, 
when the rain came, just uh, as it says in the book of Joshua, at harvest time the rain came, and uh, incidentally, this is harvest time, guys. That's why get your feet shod with the gospel. I've got my new shoes on today. (laughs) I hope you saw that right then. That's my new shoes. And uh, so I'm wearing them in. I thought today would be a good day to wear them in. And uh, lucky I didn't split my pants, actually. (laughs) But anyway, uh, feet shod with the gospel of peace. This is a day of harvest. And I want to tell you there are opportunities right now for us who are believers, to encourage people and lift them up. That's why we need to know what we're standing on, okay? And God turned Joshua's Creek into a river, and the river overflowed its banks, just like my river, and it came up. And I was down there at one stage, and it was up to sort of my knees. About three minutes later, it was up to my waist, and then it began to to go higher, and I was like, I'm out of here before I get washed away by some of the logs that are floating by. And that would have been just what it was like for Joshua in Joshua chapter 3. They faced the Jordan River, which had broken its banks, the Bible says. It was a time of hard. The Jordan River had swelled to huge capacity. You could not possibly pass over that river. But God called a man, name of Joshua, and he said, Joshua, I'm calling you to stand on my word. God had already given him a promise. God had said, you are going to take these people into the promised land that I have declared over your lives, okay? And I believe every one of us today has a promise ahead of us, a promise of eternal life. But not only that, a promise in this world that we would rise and shine, that the glory of the Lord would be upon us, that we would be a light in the darkness in Jesus' name. So I declare that right now over your life in Jesus' name. And um, let's believe because here's the here's statement I want to put to everybody in this room and across online today, your obstacle, okay, whatever it may be, it may be a flood, it may be a tree down across your road that's stopping you. In these times of storms, when storms come, all kinds of things go crazy in our world. It's the same in the spiritual world. We live, many of us live in a stormy environment where there's the odds are against us. But when the odds are against us, what do we stand on? And here's what I want to say. How you deal with your obstacle, whatever it may be, will determine the influence that you will walk in for the rest of your life. How you deal with your obstacles will determine how you deal with your life. Sorry, how you, let me get that right, will determine how you the influence that you will walk in for the rest of your life. Now, I really believe God wants us to be an influence that shines, okay? Last week, I left you all hanging a little bit, whether you're online or in the service. I left you all hanging. I told you a story about a situation where I had um, a lot of anger that was going on in my life, and um, I was ringing a guy up and saying, you know, your knees are going to go out tonight. Uh, Things are going to happen. I was ringing him at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, Um, I couldn't sleep, so I thought, why should he sleep? He owed me a lot of money. Some of you will remember recall the story. Anyway, I left you hanging a little bit because I never told you the end result of that. Well, the end result of that was that I went to my lawyer and I said, because after that night when I was in the full gospel businessman's meeting, God dealt with my heart. I told you all about that. I told you last week how I stood at the front and God broke my heart. (laughs) And uh, they're putting it in a lot nicer way than last week. And I, I revealed where my heart was at, okay? 
and God dealt with it. And I, I allowed God to deal with my hard heart, okay? God is in the business of restoring your heart. This is the greatest way to deal with the obstacles in your life, friend, because one of the great keys there was unforgiveness. The thing that drove my anger and my, and my disappointment was unforgiveness. I, I, I couldn't forgive him. I remember going to the lawyer and I said to the lawyer, I had a miracle last night. I was at a meeting and, and some stuff happened in my life and I want to forgive the guy who owns me. I, I want to cancel. We were suing him. There was all sorts of lawsuits going on. I said, we're going to forgive him. I'm going to let it go. And that's a, you know, let it go, let it go. Don't dare it anymore. And however it goes. But let it, just let it go. I think when God deals with the heart, it becomes incredibly easy to let go of the things that have bound you up, the things that have cursed you, the things that have hindered you in your life. And as a result of that meeting that night, I was able to let it go. And I went to my lawyer and I said, we're letting it go. And he said, you can't do that. We've got the case sewn up. We're winning this case. I said, I don't care. We're letting it go. Because let me tell you right now, often it's the things that we get involved in through our anger and our unforgiveness that bind our heart up and cause health issues and cause disappointment over every part of our life. And I just felt so free when God healed my heart that night that I said to him, man, we're dropping it. And uh, and he didn't want to, but then he called me a fool actually for dropping it. And yet I believe one of the greatest things I ever did was in obedience to God's word is dealing with unforgiveness in my life. I tell you what, there's some of us have obstacles in our life right now and they're wound and they're bound into our lives through unforgiveness. And we're trapped. We're trapped in a in an issue that's way, way down the track. It's gone, years gone, but we're still bound up with that obstacle. It's a little bit like the guy, the, the, the Gadarean, was it? Uh, um, Gadarean, I think he was a Gezerite, the people that God had said, destroy them. And Jesus, remember, we went across the lake and there was this man, he was in the tombs and uh, people had put him, they, had, they couldn't deal with him and they'd put him down in the tombs and he was living he was chained and living in the graveyard. Imagine that. I mean, if you weren't messed up already, you'd be pretty messed up after a couple of nights chained in the graveyard. And he, what it was, he was chained to, to an area that had past activity. No wonder the demon presence was ravaging his body and destroying his body. Thank God he was able to break free of those chains and run to the feet of Jesus. And I want to tell you right now, whatever the obstacles in our lives are today, let's not be chained to things of the past, dead things of the past. Let's break those chains and run to Jesus. And there we receive freedom in our lives and there we rise up. So I got set free that day and I told the lawyer, no, let it go, let it go. Now here's the miracle, okay? The miracle is a few weeks later, and Julia will tell you, we re- and, and when you've let it go, you don't care anymore. Now, some people find that a little bit difficult. They, they forgive the person but can't let it go. I thank God for the miracle that night that I was able to 100 I so let it go, I never wanted to see the money again. It was like a gone deal in my life. I was free of that in Jesus' name. And and there were some other miracles that happened in association with that. And one of those was that uh, I think a week later, I received a phone call and it was from, I can't remember the name of the company, the company that makes milk in New Zealand. 
Somebody here would know. Fonterra received a phone call from Fonterra in Northland and they said, look, we've clean uh, missed putting a quote, uh, putting out the papers to receive quotes on doing a major refit to our, our factory and uh, we're just ringing you on the off chance that you'd be able to start immediately. And, of course, mate, it was like a miracle from heaven. And we walked into that job, and I want to tell you that more than covered every loss that we had. God is a miracle worker. And we had to walk through it. You had to walk through the fear. You had to walk through the 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 the, the barrier of, of anticipation and anxiety of what the heck's going to happen with my finances. But God is a miracle worker, and we've just got to trust him. And that's one of the keys that I've learned in my life is that the obstacles come because we think we understand God, but it's a totally different thing to trust God. And we've learned to trust God through the obstacles in our lives. And uh, anyway, what happened was that a few weeks later, we received a check in the mail after all this had happened, and it was three quarters of the sum of money that we were owed, and the guy had felt that he needed in his own heart, God had dealt with him, and he delivered that to us. A little while later, he got born again. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you, God, my God does not fail. My God sits on the throne above the heavens, and he sees everything that's going. That's why our prayers are not telling God what's going wrong. Our prayers are a declaration that, God, we know you understand what's going on. We want to bring you into the capacity of strength right now in the middle of our environment. In, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So that's probably enough about obstacles. Um, I want to talk a little bit now about the next thing that comes in your life, and that is the incredible area of influence. Because I believe that influence only comes after you walk through the obstacles. See, Joshua, when you think of it, Joshua had no influence. He was a soldier. He didn't have the influence he needed to lead these guys God puts this obstacle. See, Moses was a great leader. Moses stretched out the rod and the sea parted left to right and they walked over on dry land. Joshua had none of those miracles in his life. He had nothing that was really the presence of God that had been activated. Yes, he had been a spy and gone in the land and come back with a positive report. Incidentally, can anybody remember the names of the other 10 spies? I doubt it. They are gone, are gone by. Negativity will lock you out of influencing anybody in your world. When you get negative, when you start to dwell on the, the broken things, all it does is pull your life down. I say rise up and let's be an influence to the nation we live in and let's be an influence to the people that are around about us in Jesus' name. Amen? Influence. Um, I believe that influence is one of the great. How you respond to your barriers or your obstacles is what gives you influence. And I really believe this is a key in God, okay? When President um, Zelensky in the Ukraine, he, he obviously the Russians attacked them in, in the Ukraine and the Americans went to him and they said, can we, we want to give you a rescue plan. We want to give you a, a uh, evacuation plan. That was it. We want to give you an evacuation plan. And here's what he said to me. I love what President uh, Zelensky said, he said this, I do not need evacuation, an evacuation plan. I need ammunition. I love that. And I love a man who would, hey, listen, we're so often looking for a way out. I've met too many people lately who are saying, Don, we want the rapture to happen tomorrow. Well, the reality is we walk through these difficult times 
so we can shine a little bit brighter in the world we live in right now. I'm not about to wait down at the hallelujah bus stop because things get difficult. I'm about to rise up in my faith and believe that we live in the most strategic hour that's ever been presented to mankind. And we're going to rise up and we're going to put on the armour of God and we're going to have faith on the inside of us and we're going to have the weapons of our warfare, a mighty through God, to the pulling down of every stronghold in Jesus' name. And I believe we can rise up on that. Zelensky said, I don't need evacuation, I need ammunition. And immediately across the planet, his influence went through the roof in his own nation and across the nations of the world. And most nations called in there to help him. And I want to say this right now, and I want to remind you today, everybody finds it attractive when someone stands for something. Dare to be a Daniel, my mother used to say to me. Dare to stand alone. Dare to have a purpose true and dare to make it known. My mother still rings in my ears with that statement that she would challenge me with consistently when I was facing obstacles as a young man. And I want to stir your faith today. And I want to say, let's know how to stand and be an influence to our world around us in Jesus' name, okay? The one who stays, the one who doesn't give up, the one who doesn't walk away, whatever you're going through right now, I want to encourage you to stay. I want to encourage you to walk through it in faith. I want to encourage you to be an encouragement to other people, okay? That's one of the things, friends, as an influencer, you can encourage so many other people. And I want to be that in people's lives. I want to encourage them to get up and go again. Even you today, as you're online, if you're in this meeting, if you found that the troubles have knocked you over, maybe they've flattened you, maybe they've knocked you down, maybe you've folded under the pressure. Well, today I bring you a word of God that says you can rise up. Just like Joshua, he didn't have a rod to step out, stretch out, but he had the word of faith on the inside of him. And he said to the priests, just put your feet into that river. Remember last week, and they stepped in and they had a moment. There's a moment where the odds are against you, but you stand in faith and the waters backed up all the way to Adam and all the way down to the Dead Sea ran dry because God did a miracle. And it says that everybody walked across into their promised land on dry land. You're about to walk into the promises of God today. As I finish today and as I close, I want to challenge you and encourage you today. Uh, In this country, we need someone who will stand today on the truth and be a shining light of declaration that our God is is a God who can keep you, who can rescue you, who can give you hope and unlock you in Jesus' name, okay? And I really want to encourage you in that. Let's be people that lead people into the promise. God said to Joshua, as I was with Moses, shall I be with you? And God says to you today, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. God is with you, friend. Let's stand strong and go through this next season in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me pray for you right now before we finish. Father, I thank you right now for people that are maybe in the middle of a storm right now. It's just my timer clicking over, which is perfect timing, actually. Perfect timing. God, as people are watching this today, if they're going through a struggle or a flood, I pray right now, God, if they've been knocked off their, off their feet, God, if they can, if they're no longer standing, if they feel like they've fallen, God, I pray for a miracle in your life today. I pray over your circumstances. I pray over your finances, over your home. I pray over 
everything in your family today believing for a miracle right now. And in Jesus' name, God, I in fact, maybe you'd want to stand if that's you right now. And if you're going through something, just stand with me and I'll declare it and prophesy it over you that the blessing of God that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow be your inheritance today in Jesus' name, that God's blessing invade your circumstances, that God give you faith on the inside, that you will speak to your circumstances with a word of faith and unlock the promises of God, that your hope would rise, not in your own ability, but in the ability of Christ in you, the hope of glory. I declare that over your world right now in Jesus' name. And friend, if you're watching today and you've never ever surrendered your life to Christ, Maybe you're away from God right now. Maybe you're finding yourself lost and confused in the circumstances of this world. The storms of life have maybe come against you and you feel like there's no hope any longer. I want to tell you today there is hope in Jesus Christ. There is always hope in Christ, friend. 25 years ago, I surrendered my life to Jesus, the greatest thing I ever did. And I want to tell you right now, you can, sorry, 45 years ago. I'm, I'm, I'm making myself younger than what I am. But uh, you can make that decision today, wherever you're at, friend. And I'm going to invite you right now, if you're not a believer in Christ, if you've never ever asked forgiveness and asked Jesus to come into your heart today, you can make that decision right here online as you're watching. And I'm going to ask you right now, friend, where do you stand in eternity today? Where do you stand with God, with your eternal destiny right now? It's a challenging question, I know. But friend, I want you to be awake to that right now. We can't just drift through life any longer. We've got to know exactly where we're headed. We need to have a rock to stand on. And if that's you right now, friend, maybe if that's you, you say, yeah, that's me. Just put your hand on your heart. On the bottom of the screen, you'll see a a little um, yes, a yes. You can click on the yes button and you can say, I'm making a decision for Christ today. But friend, let me pray for you before I go. And if you're making that decision right now, I'm believing right now that the greatest days of your life begin. In Jesus' name, Lord, we declare and pray this with me. Jesus, I thank you for your love in my life. Jesus, I thank you right now that you forgive my sin. And today, I invite you to be my saviour. In Jesus' name, amen. And another declaration, I want you to make this before you go today. I will stand. I will not fold. The rock Christ Jesus is what I'm standing on. I put his word before anything else in life. And I will follow Christ to the end of my days. Amen. God bless you. Have an absolutely fantastic week. And uh, we look forward to catching up next week back in like all together, which is a much better idea. And uh, God bless you. We love you. Have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.